And that is actually on the beer fridge. But (laughs) (laughs) I find myself creating these horror stories and just continuing to make them up in my mind. And then I get so stuck on, well, like, what's your garbage can? With my day, get the pebble out of my shoe. (laughs) The most important factor to a healthy well-being is feeling connected. Welcome to From There to Here, a safe place where we will explore some of life's adventures so that you do not feel alone. Like we said, we will be starting each episode using our heart lens and talking about what brought us joy, what made us happy this week. Shannon. All right. So this week, I have just been thinking a lot about how I really have been given the gift of time with this new job I took. So for my job, I drive from client to client. So I'm just in my car a lot. And this gives me time. So I find myself thinking a lot. I get to process the things that are happening in my life. I get to be in silence if I want. I can just jam out to my <laughs> 80s music if I want. Um, or I can just, you know, continue my education by listening to other podcasts or audiobooks. So my heart lens is all about the time given to me. My heart lens is similar this week, and I've been thinking a lot about time in my during the morning. Oh. And not having rushed mornings. Yes. So the gift of a slow start to my mornings is the most pre- like I will I lay there with Jude and I'm just like these are the most precious moments of my entire life. Time. Mm-hmm. The gift of time. Shannon commented on Facebook sharing her heart lens with us this week. Shannon just got home from vacation on Monday, and all of her travels went smoothly. Her flooring is also getting placed in their basement, and they are going to be headed up north for family with family for Easter. Thank you, Shannon, for looking into your heart lens with us and sharing it. If you want to share your personal heart lens with us, we welcome you to message us on Facebook or to email us, and we will read these joys during upcoming episodes. In our conversation today, we will share the practices, strategies, and tools we have found successful in our journey to help our listeners get out of the victim mindset and into a more helpful and uplifting mindset that serves a positive purpose. In last week's episode, we talked a little bit about thoughts and how sometimes our thoughts can really get in the way of progressing ourselves. Last night, I know we had a really big thunderstorm in the Madison area in Wisconsin. And Jess, you were telling me kind of what happened in the middle of the night. Yes, why I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't go back to sleep is we have this dead tree that's near our house that we need to get cut down. And all my mind was thinking was that tree is going to fall on our house and murder my baby. And I, for like two hours, laid there knowing this was irrational. <laughs> irrational yet thought. I 
couldn't stop myself. And I just laid there in bed awake, like, <laughs> it's going to fall and he's going to die and it's going to be all my fault because I didn't go get him. And yeah, it so was just kind of dumb. There was a storm <laughs> outside, but you were literally creating a storm in your head. Yes. Yeah. And that, exactly. oh my gosh, <laughs> I do that so often. I find myself creating these horror stories and just continuing to make them up in my mind. And I really need to like, Stop and use <laughs> self-talk in order to calm myself down. Like yes. my kids Positive are, self-talk. Right. Like my, <laughs> my kids are okay. They're not going to be in a car accident today. My kids are okay. They're at the babysitters right now. And just like continually keeping the positive mm-hmm. affirmations, positive self-talk. Yeah. Do you feel like it happens more around your kids? My kids and my husband. Okay. Yeah. And I don't... Like worrying about something happened to them? About them dying. Oh. Yeah. And I don't have these like scary thoughts about myself dying. (laughs) Sure. And I never started having these worries until I had kids. Oh. Like I never like when Ben and I got married or were dating or like my growing up, my parents or my sister, like I never was like, oh my gosh, my parents are going to die. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that, I have like several friends that became parents and then became crazy thinkers. They worry about, I guess I never correlated it. Irrational thoughts. Yeah. I have an analogy about this. Let's hear it. Okay. So what if I were to give you a little pebble and tell you you had to put that in your shoe and you had to walk around with this pebble all day long, would you be comfortable or uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. (gasps) Correct. (laughs) Was that the right answer? (laughs) So it's kind of like, what if we convert those thoughts into pebbles? Why are we walking around all day long or part of our day or whatever? Why are we walking around with these thoughts in our head that really are not serving us anything but discomfort? And like... Thinking pub like it gets deeper and deeper the more steps dig yeah. So I like this analogy. Well, yeah. So we were we talked last episode about trying to change our thoughts so that they are serving a purpose. Yeah, a positive purpose. (laughs) Absolutely, a positive purpose because yes, every thought is serving a purpose, but. It really could be driving you into more discomfort. Yes. And I think that's the piece that I really have had to learn about myself and really have come to terms with my brain likes to really play tricks on me and I need to stop and I need to use my strategies of positive (laughs) self-talk or being mindful that these are irrational thoughts mm-hmm. and move on with my day. Get the pebble out of my shoe. <laughs> I really like that. Get the pebble out of your shoe. <laughs> Get the pebble <laughs> out of my shoe. One practice that has been helpful to me is the practice of just noticing your thoughts and just not deep diving into any of them, but you notice them, they exist, they're there, 
And like cloud, here's another analogy for you. <laughs> like clouds in the sky, they just keep passing, right? Right. So instead of holding on to ones that you feel are negative or positive, it's just that they're thoughts. They're all just thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and they all can keep moving and passing and not to, not to like grab onto certain ones and hold on to them and have them dig deeper in your shoe. Or, I mean, or the alternative that they're positive and that it's a pebble you're going to collect. Right. But <laughs> Jess does collect rocks. So. I do. I love rocks, actually. <laughs> um, not if they're in my shoe, but um, no, just that concept of practicing noticing your thoughts because you can't always identify which ones you're trying to stop Hmm. until they're noticed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I often... Because did you know your thoughts were negative and doing that to you in the darkest moments? Like, I don't know about you, but not, I don't. Like, in the, even in the middle of the night last night, I, I wasn't noticing my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was having them. Right. But I wasn't, like, taking my body out of it and my brain out of it and, like, looking from above and just <laughs> seeing that they're just these thoughts passing by. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I also am thinking a little bit about, so in my career, I... I work with autistic individuals and often I'm talking about like thinking bubbles and talking bubbles and how you can't see what I'm thinking about, right? So you can't see the negativity that's going on in my brain. Only I can and only I have the power to choose to let those clouds roll through or to hold on to that discomfort or to keep and collect that that rock. And it's interesting to think about, I could create a whole story in my head (laughs) and you would never know it's there. Mm -hmm. So what if I start creating like really positive ideas and maybe they're not even true, but you're not going to know that. No. Because you can't see them. So I could start creating wonderful stories in my head and manifesting all of that. That's what we were going for, right? Yeah. (laughs) So once you have either a negative or a positive thought that you have replayed in your thinking bubble over and over and over again, it's becoming reinforced. And as that thought becomes reinforced, it really becomes an attitude it drives your attitude about life and who you are so your thoughts really do shape your life one of the things that this brings to my attention is just all those years of not having a child in our life um, that feeling of why me? Why is this happening to me? And it, if you could like shift the thought to instead of why is this happening to me, 
what is this trying to teach me? Yeah. So reframing thoughts is one thing that has been really helpful to me. Another strategy that one of my friends has shared about when she's having a negative thought, she literally visualizes a garbage can and like her thought just goes into the garbage can. And then I get so stuck on, well, like, what's your garbage can look like? Is it, (laughs) does it have a lid? Should it close? Like, and I mean, this is where my thoughts are carrying away and it doesn't matter. But the idea of actually taking that thought and visualizing it being gone can be so helpful. And I teach Mindfulness Club, as you know, to elementary age students. And one thing that we do, and we talk about, you know, this can't be done with all thoughts, that some thoughts can't just be popped and put away, but we'll like visualize a bubble of a thought or a worry that we don't want to hold on to anymore. And we'll visualize it growing. And sometimes we even use our hands like this. And then we pop it. Mm. And then like that's another way. Like we don't need to hold on to this thought. We can get rid of it. And it's fun to see the elementary age kids try it out. I don't remember if it was you or another one of my friends who had suggested, you know, doing a lot of journaling and getting my thoughts down on paper. Mm -hmm. But then in order to get rid of those thoughts, similar to what you're saying, I was burning them Mm -hmm. like I was going outside and lighting a fire and burning Mm -hmm. them. That whole idea of journaling, I do feel like for some people that works really well. I try to journal and then I get in front of my journal and I literally will write, I don't know what to write. (laughs) Like, it's just like that really. Yeah. And then I've read back on some of the other things that I did try to journal and I'm just like, this was not helpful to me. (laughs) Well, I think there's a piece of journaling that like I getting your negative feelings out, Mm. but then it to not all be negative. Well, that when I read back, I'm like, I am not worried about having a baby. Uh, I am free of this. And I'm like, you're such a liar. (laughs) And reading back about what I wrote, I'm like, I was not free of those feelings or thoughts like I was just writing them down to like make myself believe it or something yeah because I can't see your thought bubble right so you can you can lie to yourself in your thought bubble to see if it I don't know does it make it better I don't know if it did that's (laughs) what I'm trying like I don't know (laughs) and nobody's gonna be like Jess you're totally lying (laughs) in your thought as long as the strategies you are using are serving a positive purpose, I think you use them. I agree. So overall, do you feel like you are a half empty or half full kind of thinker? Oh, well, easily. I'm always full. Okay. Because I feel like I'm always half empty. Really? Yes. And I need to be mindful of that. And try to be more half full. Yeah. I would say I am very half full okay, all so the time. How, like, how did you come to be that? Teach our listeners. Teach me. I need to know. How do I become more <laughs> half full? I have a feeling this is going to start to get annoying to our listeners because I'm just going to say practice. <laughs> like, it's, it's literally what all these things in life are. It's a practice. You just practice doing it 
and then you get better at it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, I, this is another thing, not to be keeping talking about mindfulness club, but I do talk about this with the elementary aged kids that just like you practice spelling and you practice math, you can practice mindfulness. And guess what? Well-being is a skill that can be learned. So what does that tell you? You can practice it and get better. So if you aren't being well with your thoughts or other things, you can if you can you can choose to improve that by practicing. <laughs> right? And it, yeah, and it, it it's interesting because I feel like there are aspects of my life where I have chosen to change my thoughts around and to practice more self-talk and more positive thoughts. And then those little fears jump in. Yeah. And like you said, you don't recognize that they're happening. And so it's tricky to practice it then. Yeah. But practicing in the moment is going to be. You got to pause, though. Like you can't just be living your life all the time (laughs) trying to sort them out. Right. You got to pause and be present and turn off all the noise outside of you. I mean, that's why I go to yoga. Mm-hmm. Like it gives me a moment to pause and be and then also sometimes reflect. Another thing that I've been doing that really helps find a way to pause is by leaving positive affirmation notes around my house. So for example, I have one in the pantry that says something about um, being he- being healthy and um, it's, oh, it says your body is the only place to live, you know, oh, along I like that. Yeah. Like you need to take care of it. Right. Yep. Um, and that is actually on the beer fridge, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stop me from going in it, <laughs> but it's a good reminder. Right. Anyway, another place is on my mirror in the morning. I have a affirmation that says miracles happen every day. Oh, I, I used to write with my lipstick on my oh, mirror in my bathroom. Yes. And then I realized it's really hard to get lipstick off your bathroom mirror. <laughs> so I stopped doing that. So I like the sticky notes better. Yes, post-its are great. <laughs> Another one that I've had was I was trying to work on seeing spirits. Oh. Yes, you heard me correctly. Spirits. And like ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> For any listener wondering if I'm saying spirits. Yes, I am. And so I had written on a post-it because I was like scared of the idea of seeing them, Uh, but I wanted to see them. So I wrote, it is safe for me to see. And my husband changed it to, (laughs) it is safe for me to save like money. Yeah. I mean, mean, both. (laughs) Yeah, both are. Well, I I like the saving money one. Uh, No, that's not what I was trying to do. You ruined that one for me. Okay. But anyway, (laughs) one more thing. That I like to do right away in the morning to set a positive tone. And I don't do this every day, but there have been times in my life where I'll go through periods that I do do it every day. But The Honest Guys is on YouTube and they have a positive affirmation. There are a few of them, but there's a specific one that I really like just called Positive Affirmations by The Honest Guys. And I just listen to it while I'm like doing my makeup and my hair and 
I don't necessarily sit and meditate, but I do pay attention to the words while I'm getting ready for my day. We uh, will link an example of one of those um, on our Facebook page. This week, we are going to leave you with a tool we talked about in today's episode. We are going to try to help you shift your thoughts by practicing the strategy of positive affirmations. Wherever you are listening today, repeat after me. I am amazing. I am amazing. I am important. I am important. I am special. I am special. I am loved. I am loved. I can do hard things. I can do hard things. I can choose to make this week a good week. I can choose to make this week a good week. Thank you for listening and being a part of our community. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to connect, we can be reached at podcast from there to here at Gmail. We We hope hope you continue continue on this journey with us. us.